0: to Robert Robert a birdcat wonderland podcast I'm where i can't spell forest and now i can hear myself so i'll have to get rid of that go away right so with me this afternoon this morning tonight i don't know where in the universe you are and that's not my problem is dave bid dave or david i'm never sure which one to call you does it matter,
1: Doesn't
0: matter oh it's duh and uh you may have seen him in the chat as mr waffles he usually gives me grief because uh i give away a secret location of portland how is it in Portland today? It's uh, sunny and beautiful. <laughs> you don't even know what the weather's like in Portland. Don't you fall for my, my scheming tricks. How's your day been?
1: Uh, good. Worked. And uh, waffled about.
0: Waffled about. Look at you using your username. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying to someone, I think I was talking to um, Chris the, uh, from, uh, from Florida. And he said, How did I know you? And then uh, I said, uh, oh, I said I'd known you from about thirteen, fourteen years, way back in the day when we were both on online Arsenal. Do you ever go there?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still there. They may be an administrator for some reason. I'm not sure why, but there it where? That's good, crap. Where, where were you when I needed you? Because I got banned from there, and then I, I, got... <laughs> I don't know where I was. I would I would have come to your defence. <laughs>
0: I think Maverick Kaiser came and saved me. And well, then I said, no." I'm no. leaving, and I left him out in a strop, and I never went back. So you're a man with power then now, are you? <laughs> no. Just, uh,
1: I'm the nerd now. They just want me to fix things for them.
0: Because so, uh, uh, I, I had that wonderful um post, GFP, hot or not. <laughs>
1: still, still legendary. <laughs> we'll and still that, talk about it.
0: That's because I had a woman on. Is, is Sosh still on there? I
1: don't think so. She, she was, was one of the originals. Yeah, yeah.
0: sweet. So and someone uh, put some pictures up of her and asked if she was hot or not, and it was quite mean. So I put a picture of myself up half naked laying on my bed <laughs> and put the thread up, GFP, hot or not. And then when you redid the website, that is one of the things that you brought over and put it on the new website. I did it with a little look years yeah. ago. I don't know if it's still there. But fun times back before before podcasting, back before we uh, we, we, we knew what we were doing on the internet back then. it was, uh, it was was Things were a lot simpler. I don't even think back then when it started, I don't think there was such thing as Twitter. I think someone got it, and then I went and thought, I said, I think I'm gonna get that. Yeah, I ain't can gonna we do we, anything. Can we go it. back to there being no such thing as Twitter? Oh, imagine okay. that no social no social media. Mm. Oh dear Lord, no, no, such just a Twitter. happier place.
1: Just, just Twitter. It's well, just toilet bowl, man. It's a perfect place to be. I don't know why people go on there. <laughs> let's uh, let's see
0: who is in the chat and uh, here he is, it's Mike Hertz. Uh, are you getting on in the Champions League, Mr. Hertz? Mm? Did you get beaten by Inter Milan? Mm? There again, I think I'd rather be an AC Milan fan because that Champions League final, that is going to be a crime against humanity, what, what Man City are going to do to Inter Milan because Inter Milan are rubbish. Yeah,
1: they are, we're not they good.
0: Are, it's, it's not good. They are not a good team. Uh, also, Ms. Phil Macker. Uh, yes, in echo. It, well, there wasn't any echo the first time I did it. When the second time I had it open in another window to say make it easy for me, and there wasn't there was an echo. And Mr. Offie said, hello. hello, hello to you. Uh, Mike says hello. Um, Crimson Pirate, what does that say? Got him. Hello, he's on Twitch. That reminds me, I should go and open the the, the Twitch for the for the for the podcast because uh, I've been I've had five hours sleep and I was up at high, eleven a.m. I didn't even know there was 11, such a thing. Eleven a.m. 11 a.m.
1: It's,
0: like ridiculous. That's inhuman, Danny. it's, it's not it? right. No, I went to a funeral of one of Sean's mum's friends, and uh, she's only 50. That's not right, is it? No. Um, uh,
1: Mike says, Hey, <laughs> I, said I 50 this year. Don't say that. <laughs>
0: I'll be 53. Good God, what a time yeah. to be alive. Yeah. Um, uh, he says, You've got a Nirvana shirt. Is that right? Yeah. Well spotted. In giant big letters across his T-shirt, no one's pointed out on Twitter that I spelt forest with two R's. Thankfully, I got away with it. Phil says, just about recovered from my 93-mile moped ride yesterday as I returned to the office for the first time in three years. Sexy Frank bought a Lambretta, a 1961 Lambretta the other day. Three and a half grand he paid for it. it does. It's a 70-mile-an-hour on something that is basically a, a ironing board with two wheels. That is worryingly scary. He's, he's the man The man is off his trolley, but you know, it keeps him happy. So he's got a 1962 Beetle as well, a purple one. The man's having a midlife crisis, and good luck to him. Uh, Graham Dentham is there. Link. Hmm. Link for what? That's the question. Stan, the man is there in sunny... Well, it's sunny Vancouver. It's official. Yes, he is. I like to twatter off a bit on Twitter. Hmm. Mike says, I'm almost glad my land isn't going to get to that." Yeah, that's exactly why I'm worried about it. Stan is giving you a little wave there, Mr. Stanley. Waffles. Uh, days blend into what well, they certainly do for me. I, my, my days a week mean absolutely nothing to me. Um, Phil says, I rarely ever go for 55. That's enough for two wheels for me. Quite right. Um, right, let's, uh, let's do the usual flim-flam where I go and give you a load of nonsense that no one really cares about. Right, the game... Where can you see the game? I hear everybody shouting all at once. when in the UK, you can watch it on Sky Go Extra and Sky Go, and Sky Sports Main Events, Sky Sports Premier League, and it's on Radio Five Live. I think it's a. Is it a four thirty kickoff? Uh, from Bangladesh. Where can you watch Bangladesh? Uh. Bangladesh. There we go. I've got a friend from Bangladesh. Is he uh, Star Sports Select HD two? I am glad you are paying along with it for the first time in five years. You are the only person to ask without being asked. <laughs> It makes my life a lot easier. There you go. So if you're in Bangladesh, give us a wave, right? Premier League injury table for us: Martinelli out for the season, Sinchenko out for the season, Saliba out for the season, Tommy and El Nenny out for the season. El oh, uh, Neni's
1: the big miss there.
0: He he is. I mean, he just he got hair like you. Yeah. It reminds me. You can see all my hair, but that's nice. Over the years, how many times have we played Nottingham Forest? I can't tell you because oh, actually, that's easy numbers. 102 times we've played them over the years. We won 52, drew 22, and we've lost 28. Now, considering that back in the 70s and the early 80s, Forest were a hell of a team. Mm. Um, But we've made up for it in recent years by them being absolute pony. So, as usual, I'm going to go back and have a look at the last three times that we played them at home in the Premier League. Wow, that is a long time ago. Three games back. 10th of February, 1966, 1996, when I was 25 years old. And we beat them 1-0. A certain Mr. Birdcamp scored in the 59th minute. That's not bad. Uh, they had Brian Roy. Kevin Campbell was playing for, for Forrest. Super, super Kevin Campbell. Give us a wave. Uh, then one, uh, two games back again years ago, 21st of December, 1996. Uh, who, what was the score? We went there and they beat us 2-1. Alfie Inge Harland. Have you ever heard of him? Uh, He uh, he might have had a son called Erling Harland. He scored two goals that night and beat us 2-1. Ian Wright scored the other goal for us. I mean, look at our Arsenal team that night. We had Ian Wright, Bergkamp, Platt, Merson, all up front. And then later on, we brought on Parler and Hartson. And we still went there and lost. Sad times. And he's a defender. Why would a defender? I thought he was a midfielder. Anyway, never mind about that. And the last time we played them away in the Premier League Brilliant. was the 16th of January, 1999. We went there, beaten 1-0. Martin Keown scored the goal. And our attacking team uh, that night was Bergkamp up front, Anilka playing around him with Parler on the right and Mark Hovemars on the left. Glory days. He had such wonders playing for Nottingham Forest. Pierre Van Hooydonk, Scott Gemmill, Chris Bart Williams. (sighs) Great days. And Neil Shipperly. Well, there you go. The gist of that is we haven't played Nottingham Forest in the Premier League for 24 years, apart from when we played them this season at home and smashed them 5 0. A couple Great. more stats for you. And what we're going to do? Our most valuable player, Saka, 110 million. Their most valuable player, Brennan Johnson. They rate him at 30 million. Not too bad. And some players that we've shared over the years. Josie Utu Totu. Went there on loan. Cole Jenkinson. Corporal Jenkinson. Indeed. Chopper 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 apcom. Uh Top goal scorer, player of the season from Middlesbrough this season in the Championship, Josh Rees, Henry Lansbury. That boy had skills. Um, I don't know where he is at the moment. He, did he go to Luton? He's at bloody Luton. He might get into the Premier League with Luton. No, awesome. they'll get rid of him. He's 32 years old. I remember when he was a prospect. Who else have we got? Uh, I don't know. Alan Ramsey went there on loan when he was getting back from injury. Matt Upson, Kevin Campbell, Viv Anderson. What a player he was. There you go. Um, right, let's talk about the game. Oh, have people done some more stuff? I'll come to that in a minute. How do you think it's going to go? Because
1: Nottingham Forest are fighting for their lives, aren't they? Aren't yeah, they? they are. And we have nothing to play for. We can't be caught, and we're not catching cities. So the thing is, it's arsenal, so we could show up, and there's no pressure on us, and we could completely annihilate them 7-0, or we could lose 2-1. Mm. So- which Arsenal shows up. That is, that
0: is very true. Do you want a few uh, stunning facts that uh, I'm going to tell you and you're going to go, surely, sir, you're mistaken. We have the highest, this season, the our highest Premier League percentage win win of ever. 69.44%. The next best is the Invincibles of 6842 That's how good he's doing with two games to go, which we should in all reality, win both those games. If we get one more win, we equal the Invincibles record of 26 wins in a season. Arteta isn't getting as much credit as he needs for this. Another one, this season is our third best points per game with 2.25. But if we beat Forest, then we beat the Invincible side who are on 2.37. And then if we beat Wolves, it would go up even higher. And the final one, we have our highest goals per game total at the moment than ever in the Premier League with 2.31. The next highest is the season after the Invincibles, with 2.29. What does that say to you about the job that Arteta's doing?
1: Uh, I would say that he's doing a fantastic job and that, uh, that long may it continue. And yes, you're absolutely right. He doesn't get enough credit. I still see people calling for his head, which is just – Asinine to me after this season. I mean, I have my doubts about the guy, he, he, and and I've long maintained that he's the project, right? He's he's the thing that's going to take it that they're expecting to to build up and take us into the future. But yeah, on on this season, he's got carte blanche for me for a few for a few years anyway, unless he just completely collapses. There are things I still worry about, but for the most part, yeah, dude, Arteta's hit the ground running this season and and it looks like it's just going to continue well it also you know what are we going to do in the off season are we going to add the people we need to add in order to take the next step because the other thing that tells me is we did that good and we're in second place that means city's just a juggernaut they're impossible they're not they're not the invincibles they're they're the impossibles because nobody can beat them it is um we've played 36 league games this season
0: jesus has played 24 he's missed 12 premier league games just imagine what he'd have done we'd have done if he would have had him now he's not he's not a goal game man but has yeah. set stuff up he, in that, those 24 games he's got 10 goals which is pretty decent and that's including coming back from injury and a couple of games uh i think that was a couple of games as a sub but imagine if you'd have had him for the entire season you've you got to be looking at we might have been able to close that gap. We we might not have lost some of the early games. But was he there for the Everton one where we uh, they beat us? Was it one nil they beat us or two nil? You know I can never remember. We've got a page open with it. But and if Party would have turned up to the party, I mean Party's only played thirty one games this season, so he's yeah. missed five. Yeah. And then how many games is Saliba? Saliba has played um, twenty seven games, so he's missed nine games. That's mm. some of our best players. And he's still breaking the records of the Invincibles in a season where they're back in the Invincible days. It's us and Man United. And that was about it. Now it's decent teams, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, Man City, occasionally that lot up the road, sometimes Chelsea, but doesn't get it. Newcastle to that mix, right? So
1: it's no longer the top six. It's the top seven.
0: right? Yeah. (laughs) And the, for him to have two games left to go uh, to break all of the invincible records, including the, the – um, is he going to break the points total? The invincible points total was – oh, only points. They? they got 90. The most we can get is 87. So he's not going to do that. But do we three points off a team that went the entire T season unbeaten uh, in only, what is his third whole season as a manager? Yep. And so, Yeah, like you were saying, people still want to say he's not good enough, get rid of him, but are they attention-seeking or or they've just been in the sun too long?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that it's all the lead and the air and the paint. I think anybody paint chips. <laughs> yeah. What was, what's been your highlight of the season so far? Um. Just... Well, first off, St. Totteringham's Day. I've wanted to St. Totteringham's Day for eight goddamn years. Finally, St. Totteringham's Day was probably the highlight, but just...
0: There you go, that's for you.
1: The the way that we played, man, the way at times where we were just irresistible. It was a magical thing to watch, and I loved every minute of it. (laughs) Because it's been a long 20 years, 10 years.
0: It has. Some of the, the, the most beautiful football we have ever played is this season a mix with the, the early Wenger years the first half of his his reign um how do you think we're going to get on next season what do we first of all is it possible is it even possible to catch Man City because they are as close to the perfect team and next season they're going to be even stronger so will we be able to do this again next season fight them all the way because there was also I made a note this 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 stat nearly made me cry I'm going to just I'm going to scroll up and go and find it. I heard it on the um, the Totally Football podcast. Arsenal have been top of the league for 248 days this season, the longest in premiership history and the longest in the entire history of top-flight football in the UK, in England, going back to
1: 1888. That's, wow. uh, <laughs> that's kind of depressing, actually. <laughs> I can have been the last 200 days that we, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain, man. It was it's been a great season, you know, and uh, it's been fun to watch, which is a hell of a lot better than the last couple of seasons. Oh dear, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at some of the stuff.
0: We've we've uh, 83 goals we scored this season. A Couple of seasons ago, we scored 55 well yeah. uh, we we won t- uh, three seasons ago we won 14 games this season we can nearly double that with 27 at these- least one second
1: i'll be right back
0: okay um uh, people in the chat are saying uh boy 10 good afternoon yeah oh, nice no, uh i think you're two hours ahead of us it must be about 3 a.m there isn't it boy 10 uh jesus simply doesn't score enough i'm afraid that is so that's why is it would it be wrong to say get rid of him, move him on and get a, a, a recognized striker? But I don't think a recognized striker will play into Arteta's way that he wants to play football. Boys 10 says City have done everything but prove to the footballing world that UEFA for claims of FFP breaches against them are f- f- fall- fallacious, fallacious, fallacious. Mm, that sounds slightly <coughs> sexy. Uh, Do you think Man City are going to rule the FFP things by UEFA or the Premier League? Do you reckon it's ever going to catch them up?
1: I hope, but I I, I doubt it. I mean, because really, why why is the Premier League so big? It's not because we signed Gabriel Martinelli. It's because City brings in people like Holland because... Manchester United brings in people like Ronaldo and that's part of the reason why the league is so big and to expect them to take the golden goose out back and shoot it I don't see it happening it's just me though, maybe I'm a cynical asshole
0: but you have seen how much, uh, what other leagues do you watch You take note of yourself apart from the Premier League Uh,
1: I haven't been watching uh, Serie A as much but Inter Milan is one of my teams and I also follow a couple of teams and I don't really have a team and in La Liga, but I, I watch games on occasion, but really all I watch is Premier League. I don't watch MLS. I've it's, it's
0: not, I've not watched a single Portland Timbers game this season. They're not very good. It is. A, sometimes it's a bit of a, it's quite hard, but, uh, oh, it's yeah. two, only 2am there. Um, two out front is coming back. Sis, Dan, just watch. No, I think, don't think Arteta oh, even wants a proper out and out strike. Do you think he's going to carry on with Jesus doing that role? Cause uh, I, I've said it all season. Well, I mean, since the Man City game, that you look at the heat map where, of Haaland in that game, and you look at the heat map of Jesus, Jesus was everywhere. Haaland was mainly up front, and that's that's what we kind of cause he does kind of he's, he's adapted um Pep's tap taps Pep's tactics. Mm-hmm. He's adapted it and then Last season, and this few seasons before that, because uh, Aguero was always injured, Pep played without a recognised striker, as in Jesus and a couple of others, and a young man they sold to Barcelona. Now he's got the most out-and-out striker the Premier League has ever seen, as we've seen by the number of goals scored. Do you think uh, Arteta would look at that and go, that could be the key, and go for an actual recognised striker who's going to try and get you 20, 25, 30 goals a season?
1: I no, I think he's not going to change his tactics based on what Pep has done this season. Because uh, Holland, I don't think Pep would have changed his his tactics if he didn't have Haaland. There's not another striker out there like him. Um, you're not going to go out and buy somebody else who can score those many that many goals in a season. So I don't see him changing that the tactics at all. He's not big on changing tactics anyway. Um, it's one of my few complaints about him is that he needs to be a little more flexible. But
0: yeah, we have seen his his um. His maturity when it comes to tactics, even his substitutions—he's he's he's making more of them. He's making them more often. He's making them earlier, Um, and so you can see that he's trying to do that. But there's got to be a key to the lock of of doing more next season. I mean, for for Arteta to be breaking records uh, of the Invincibles and still finish second in the league, I was looking at that thing of there's been I've said this over and over. So you probably heard it of the last thirty. Thirty Premier League seasons with the points total we got now, we would have won six of those titles already okay. with two games to go. That does that just show that it's almost impossible to beat City because they're just going to go on and score and and more points. And then if you do get anywhere near them, they're just going to go out and buy everyone.
1: Right? Yeah. No, you're <laughs> absolutely right, and that's it's why horrible. you know. It, I I hope that we go out and we add this season, this summer, and we get the parts that we need in order to be able to compete with City but it's not like they're going to stand still it's not like they're not doing anything this summer and it's not like they aren't going to go out and spend another 200 million at least
0: yeah it is annoying because looking at the the Premier League table Southampton have gone down finally they need to go down they've been one of the worst teams in the Premier League for years been hanging on and those two draws against those cost us four points and with those four points we'd be level with Man Man City on on points at the moment by just getting just beating at home and away the team that are bottom of the league that have only won six games all season and they managed to take four points off us this season, something simple like that. <clears throat> so, uh, that I, I honestly don't think Arteta can do much more than he's already doing. Because Haaland, for his first season to be doing what he's doing, and yeah. for Arsenal to be chasing them all that way, all those days at the top of the Premier League, I think they were top for 31 of the 36 Premier League weeks that have happened so far, or, or match days, or however they, they call it. Uh, it's just, I think it's an impossible task. I wouldn't be surprised if we fail to
1: keep up to this next season. Do you think we will? Yeah, I think we will. It's a young team, and and if we keep the key pieces and we add a few more key pieces, I think it will get us a little closer. And I think that, yeah, we'll be able to fight with them again next year, but it just depends on who they add. If we go out and get a Casado or a rice or somebody like that in the midfield, um, to kind of shore up when party is either out injured or not uh, feeling it. I don't know why his ups and downs go the way they do. Um, I'm not going to speculate, but, uh, yeah, if we go and go go out and get those few pieces and back up, you know, right back and back up left back. If we're going to get rid of Tierney, I hope we don't. Um, if we add the pieces that we need to, yeah, I think we could challenge them again next year. I don't know that we'll be able to beat them. I don't think anybody over a season is going to be able to compete with them. But I think that we can at least give them a hard time, give them some sort of a challenge. True.
0: My boy ten says Jesus and Martinelli should swap positions next season. Martinelli would be better than him up front, in my honest opinion. I have no doubt, Arteta is seeing the same thing. Would that work?
1: I don't know, Jesus. Uh, he draws a lot of traffic when he stays in the forward position. He he garners a lot of attention from the, particularly from center backs. So um, I don't know that, that that Martinelli would kind of. Draw the defense to him like Jesus does,
0: because mm.
1: even if he's not scoring, you know he has that ability to pop up and score. I don't think Martinelli's there yet. I, I think he'll get there in the next couple of years, but that's just that's just my opinion. So, how that. worried
0: are you? How worried you about Saliba leaving? From all my all my hairs falling out, and I'm sitting in the corner rocking to. Eh, never mind.
1: <laughs> if if we somehow don't secure Saliba. It'll be one of the biggest mistakes that 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 this current regime has made. Um, it, it's it's imperative, right? That's our that's our rock. We've seen how our defense reacts without him in there. And maybe if we had you know cover for White at right back where he can be playing center back, then it would have been different. But we need some piece in there to to shore that up because if we lose one starter there. We, we suddenly turned very porous. So, yeah, I think it's pretty imperative that we sign him. If we don't sign him, yes, I will be in the corner, in the fetal position, <laughs> muttering to myself, what did they do? Why did they do? It? Why did they do it?
0: Generational talent, but uh, he, he needs to stay. He's the most important thing. Ramsdale will signed his new contract, which is lovely to see. Martinelli mm-hmm. signed a new one last season. Saka is in the process of signing one. But the Ornstein said that... Um, uh, Saliba's one. one, they're, they're not any closer at the moment if i was in charge of contracts they'd, they'd sign that contract or leave in one uh, one hour that's what we got i decided now it's not going to take weeks how much do you want this is what you give you no, right you're not having it right we leave and he would stay because I give him exactly what he wants. <laughs> they, I wouldn't tell him that in the first place, though, but they need yeah. someone in there to sort these contracts out in days, not in months. Stan makes a good point. Formations move in cycles. Pep brings them back and just renames them, and everyone calls him a genius. The WM formation case in point. Now, he and others are going two up front. We go, we go 4-4-2 off the do ball. We, we
1: absolutely do. Uh, would you be sad to see Xhaka go? actually yeah I know that's crazy coming out of my mouth because he the the whole you know, we weren't fan band of incident. We spoke yeah the whole armband incident I was not yeah I was not Prozioca and, and it's not like I like the guy now but I, I think his role in our team is important yeah and I think that's something you can go out and buy
0: and it'd be nice someone put in our group that he's never played Champions League football for us now I didn't look that really? up uh, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and have a little looky-poo. Where are you, Mr. Xhaka? Uh, there you go. Go and scroll down to his seasons with us and it? Europe D. What is D? Yeah, he's played in the Champions League. Josh, you're an idiot. F is uh, Europa League. Yeah, his first season with us. Seven games, one Champions League goal. Um, yeah, F uh, D is definitely appearances in the UEFA Champions League. Uh, I think it was Nick. Nick, Nick's not here. Nick said, are you sure? And Josh said, not really. So that was a, that's a, that was a waste of time. Um, yeah. party, does party stay or does party go for you?
1: It's, it's, I mean, it depends on his wages, right? Is somebody going to pay for him given his other issues that he has or doesn't have
0: nicely put. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> we will be back next season now. <laughs> <laughs> kind to of tiptoe around that one, right? Yeah. Uh, not that anybody's paying attention, but uh, I don't. Uh, I, don't see, I don't see how we do sell so. him. And the thing is, when he's on, because I, I was actually just watching the highlights from the last uh, force game, and that goal that he scored is, I, honestly, I think it's up there and at least in the competition for goal of the season. Man, that thing started like two meters outside of the right post and curved in at the last second. is an amazing shot. And he just when he's on, he has the ability to drive up the field and really move the ball and move the momentum forward. And he's really the driving force when he's on. But when he's not on, he just disappears. It's weird. I don't get what's going on in his head.
0: It is weird. Um, He's only twenty nine. We paid forty five million for him in twenty twenty, and he's on. I think he's one of the highest earners, two hundred and fifty grand a week. Now he is still. Most teams would pay thirty, forty million for him after some of the performances he had this season. So maybe if we asked a little bit, if it's as, as usual, the, the football manager scenario, what would I do? I'd lower his his, his offer. His, um how much we're asking to twenty, twenty-five million, and then a team might go, well, we we'll save ten, fifteen million on his value. Then we can afford to pay him more wages. But I don't want party at the club next season. We've seen towards the end of the season a complete collapse of his attitude, his ability. And if next season we're trying to do stuff, you can't you can't carry someone like that. Who's going to be yeah. the best? Party has played for Arsenal has been this season. At times, those balls that he's doing uh, across the field, the interceptions, getting those long um, lanky legs in and winking the ball out from in front of people, uh, and then doing stuff like that, and then further to the, towards the end of the season, just letting people take the ball off, and he stands there and jogs back, and you think, what what are you doing? How are you doing that? There is something not right. Atletico yeah. are doing things. Maybe he could go back there.
1: Go back to Spain. Yeah, I don't. I, I. It makes me sad that we're talking about getting rid of him because he's. Because, like I said, when he's on, he's he's unstoppable. But yeah, it's, he's too inconsistent. I kind of agree with you. Even if he does stay, we need to bring somebody in who can take his place, and he needs to take a step back. And which at two hundred and fifty k a week, that's that's a that's a that's an expensive bench player but at the same time if he's not doing the job we need somebody who can come in and consistently do it right so
0: yeah, that is true and it's annoying because uh, there is a magnificent player in there and the position that he plays in doesn't rely on pace he relies on reading the game as we all know and he could do that that job for Arsenal for another 5 years He'd still only be 34 maybe even longer than that but
1: i think sometimes How long did Philo if- played? he played until his 30s until his 50s right did, did he go off to New York City or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that and still played well. Of course, it's
0: well play. played the entire game, walking like, like the legendary Ray Wilkins. I think he played mm-hmm. Rem, Premier League football at 41, never knowingly broke a sweat. Just read the game. I'll have like the rude H- Hullet mm-hmm. when he was his late days at Chelsea, just magnificent. Glenn Oddle at Swindon when he was playing yeah. there, just these players. He, you what you you lose, what's it saying You may have lost a yard in pace, but you uh, gained a yard by your ability to read the game. Yeah. Um someone had a good question. Crimson Pirate on Twitch, will Balogun be the future of the US national team? Now, I don't know what you feel about the national team, I don't really support England because I don't like the management and some of the players. But are you a USA
1: team follower, fan? I, I don't follow international football at all. It's incredible. Yeah horrible system and it's I don't want to give it any of my money. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Oh well that's a short answer to what could have been a really good question. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, what are your feelings on him going I, on I, team I, he America absolutely
1: could be? He absolutely could be. Um and he's he'll by far be the best player on the team although we do have some good players. Um just not that level Balligan's uh he's a he's a talent but you know, we've seen lots of young kids come through, and they've been hailed as the next big thing, and you know, they end up being, you know, Fran Marita. <laughs> you know? Well, he's probably still kicking his
0: heels in the Spanish Segunda Division. Right. Uh, so, uh, well, the re- the chances of us getting Rice and Caicedo next season. What do you reckon about that? Best part of two hundred million quid for the pair of them.
1: I have a hard time as an article <laughs> fan even wrapping my brain around that much money on two players. <laughs> but you know, we spent 50 million on Benny Blanca, so why not? Right?
0: I mean, when the days come that you are spending 50 million pounds on a center back, right back, who's he was 23 when we bought him. That we've is we're just looking at some of the prices we've paid. We played 30 for Erdegaard, played 30 for Vieira, played 35 for Xhaka, 45 for Jesus. Uh, 72 for Pepe. <laughs>
1: oh. oh, I wanted Pepe to work so bad. Oh, that's just sadness. It yeah, still just bums me out every time I think about him because he you would see those flashes of ability and it's just like he could be a world beater, but he's just not. <laughs> I mean, his stats for us weren't actually that bad. His first
0: season... No eight goals in 42 games. Next season, most um, 16 goals in 47 games. You've got 10 in the Premier League, six in the, the Europa League, and then the last season, three in 23. I mean, but in his second season, he gets 16 in 47. That's one in three. That's pretty decent. Yeah, he was a victim then- of his price
1: tag, though.
0: It is. It is a shame because there is a player in him. But he's still how old is he? He's uh, he's 27. Oh, actually, same birthday as Sean. He's 28 on the 29th of May. Uh, Same day as Andre Arshavin as well. They all share a birthday. Um, Who else are we going to look at? Uh, Yeah, there's a point here. Graham Denton said, The answer is yes to Balogun concerning the the USA team. For once, we don't have a recognised starter, a striker. He fits the bill perfectly. Lovely. Uh, boy 10 says SMS and Xavi are Xavi Simmons are the real midfielders we are going for. Down here. Um 495 on a decent card. I think Crimson Pyre is, is drifting in and out of reality. So, yeah, that's the only answer for that. Um anything else you want to talk about? Are you sad that Ashley Maitland Niles convertible? No, not convertible. Conservative is, is leaving the club. Do you have an opinion on that? I didn't know he was leaving. Is he sign for somebody? No, his contract's yeah. up. And we're not
1: renewing. I know his contract's up, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, the same as Reese Nelson, yeah. he's leaving. I am obviously devastated. Reese Nelson, I actually am a little bummed about because I think given a chance, he could be a very, very good player. I mean, going back to the not, the Nottingham Forest game in, in October was it, where we, we stomped him five one and he scored a brace. I mean, kid's got talent, but he just he needs a chance to play somewhere. He needs
0: better, and he's and not he's a not.
1: kid anymore, is he? Uh, Pablo
0: Mar uh, Nelson is twenty three. Yeah, he's not twenty four no, till October uh, December. But then uh, we've got another one of your Muricans, uh, Aston Austin Trusty, Player of the Season for Birmingham. Uh, Centre back scores goals, but he's twenty four. He's going to be twenty five in August. Uh, he, he
1: hasn't got a future with the club, has he? He never had. A chance at the club. They didn't bring him here to play for Arsenal. They brought him here to get him a visa to be able to play, and to uh, it's it was a deal that they had with uh, what's the team that we're affiliated with, Colorado Rapids. Yeah, it was a it was a deal that we had. They had with them that brought him over, and just to give him a chance to play in Europe to showcase Fair. him, see if they could make some money off of him. I think that's personally what I think it was. But uh, he was never going to play for Arsenal.
0: This is a bit yeah. weird 48 games for Birmingham this season, four goals, um six foot three, centre back five from defender? Pennsylvania. <laughs> he's a central huh? defender, right? He scored four he, goals. Yeah. He, he's he's won a him. couple of games. Decent player. He's an entire, his entire career. He's only scored three goals before this season, covering Rapids, the union and Bethlehem steel, but he's got a cap for the USA this year. So, that that's worked out well for him yeah that's yeah. nice and then we've got a few
1: disasters Lakonga, what do we do with him I love sandy but sell him. really yeah yeah it, it, I don't know is his face he's adorable I just want to pinch his cheeks <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we and we better and we better, we better bring uh, Captain Chaos back what's his name I can't remember his name Tavares yeah, we need to bring him back. I fucking love that guy, dude. He's just—you never know what's going to happen when he's on the field. He could—he could win us the game, or he could cost us four points. It is a bit weird because
0: like, I, I watched a few. I watched. My, say that again. I said I like a little chaos in my life. Don't we all? Um, I watched quite a bit of Marseille. I probably watched about ten times this season, only for Alexis Sanchez. But when you see Sanchez up front, uh, Granduzzi. In midfield, and you see um, Kalasnic playing at the left wing back position rather than Luna Tavares. You think, well, how how is Kalasnic playing there? And Kalasnic scored a couple of goals. He even got man of the match one game. So if he can't regularly play for Marseille in in that league when they're a really good Marseille side, we're probably going to finish second or third in, in league on. Then well, I don't think he's got a future.
1: We started off gangbusters, didn't he? Scored two or three goals at the beginning of the season. For, for Marseille,
0: yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know how many. Um, I'm gonna go yeah. and have a look. Nuno Tavares, there we go. He scored six no. goals in 29 games. That's not bad, is it?
1: Not well, bad for a left back. How yeah, many, many has Zinchenko he, scored? Four.
0: Zinchenko this season has scored one. His first goal in the Prem,
1: actually. I remember that,
0: yeah. yeah. Zinchenko's entire career in Russia, Man City, and two loans in Holland, he scored four goals. He scored one for us this season. Not his job, though, is it? Um, no. Yeah, so Tavares and Laconga, they're going to be out. And uh, Pepe, oh, so hard to get rid of him. It's a shame. I Tavares, don't
1: know. We're going to have to – we'll lose money on that for sure if we get rid of
0: Pepe. That will go down as probably one of the biggest Premier League flops ever since Jean... uh, uh, Who was it, the one? Jean-Sebastien Varon for Man United and then again at Chelsea. Those two moves. Do you remember him?
1: Yeah, I remember Varon. I don't remember uh, the one you
0: said before. He was a attacking central midfielder and had a good world cup went to man united and then after a the season i think they got rid of him went to chelsea for similar money got rid of him again like Di maria at man united that never really worked yeah. out that cost an absolute fortune sometimes it doesn't work out for players but pablo mari's leaving because if uh if the team that he's on loan at is it um monza I think it yeah. if they if they don't get relegated then he goes there for three and a half million which is that he's stuck sick. on that is it so, what somebody had, that's That'd about be nice, read it, I think. But there's that conspiracy that he is stuck on a certain number of games for Arsenal because the deal when we bought him was he's, he's only played 14 Premier League games for Arsenal. And I think if he played um, another game, then we owed uh, Flamengo a load more money. So uh, that's why yeah. they say that's why he didn't play. Um, right, I think that's enough talking about all that. Let's have a little bit of a prediction. How do you think the game's going to go?
1: I'm. I'm gonna go positive. I'm gonna say three 0 no.
0: Are you gonna pick any goal scorers?
1: Uh, Gabriel, Mark. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the centre <laughs> how back. However do you, how you say his name? Another. Yeah, is
0: that Magalhães?
1: I don't that's
0: know. A, they're
1: pretty easy to say. if That's the name. I have um, absolutely
0: no idea. Graham Denton makes a good point. Rick Olsen this season giving Pepe a run for that little, that title of the worst signing ever. He is celebrated... Go on.
1: I don't know. I was just agreeing that, yeah, Rich Charleston has definitely given Pepe a run for his money. He has even scored.
0: Yeah. He has celebrated, three t- celebrated the goal three times this season and two of them were offside. <laughs> That's the stat that, That's, that warms the cockles of every Arsenal fan's heart. Right. <laughs> what yeah, an absolute makes
1: me giggle
0: yeah, he, is, yeah. he is a shit i am gonna say we're gonna beat them 6-3 because wow. they wow. can't defend to save their life as we saw against southampton we're yeah. having troubles and now the, the, the season's over we might as well go out there and play with gay abandon and do whatever we want and there is just gonna rain goals because arteta i know he's listening has been listening to my show my polls my stats sense. hey I said, hi, Mickey. And he wants to break that record. This is one that I hadn't actually done yet. Sort Z to A. Most number of Premier League goals, season after the Invincibles, 87. Then the season before the Invincibles, Invincibles, 85. Then this season with 83. All he needs to do is score four goals in two games to equal our highest ever goals in a season for the Premier League. I mean, he's listening, and he'll see that and go, oh, Here we go, lads. I heard this on a podcast. Like I'm constantly talking about the Totally Football Show with AC Jimbo. Woof. (laughs) uh, They're going to do it. And so we're going to go out there, and we're going to absolutely smash them. There's going to be more goals there than you can shake the proverbial stick at. Right. That's it. I'm tired. It's it's quarter to two in the morning. I want to go to bed. I've got to upload this first. I might fall asleep at the wheel, and that won't be good, will it? If people like the cut of your jib, where can they find you on the wonderful world that is Twitter? Uh, don't, you
1: can't, don't, don't you your, can't don't find me Twitter. on the Twitter because I'm never on there, As you know, whenever you're trying to message me, and you know, I yes. three weeks later, oh, sorry, I didn't see this.
0: Yes, <laughs> so I finally managed. So I've never thought of getting your number before. So now I message you via the wonders that is WhatsApp, and then uh, we, we worked it out almost instantaneously, which was, which was beautiful. Mm. um if, so, if you want to
1: watch a fat guy in his garage playing with his wood you can you can ch- check out my youtube channel which is mr waffles so just called mr waffles yeah it's just I want, me
0: i'm gonna have a look at that later because mm. so we, we, we were talking about a woodworking channel that i watched and you went yeah i've seen some of that how weird is mm. that that is lovely to it's see oh the just Trump. Um, right then people, that is it. Uh we will be back after the game tomorrow. Deke is having a bar the, the end of season Arsenal Premier League Champions Barbecue. That <sighs> isn't gonna happen, the barbecue is happening and he's got a few friends around. He's gonna have a few shandies. He might be a bit tipsy, I've asked him not to get shit faced because I don't like podcasting with drunk people. And he said he won't be. He's a responsible adult. He's going to take it easy, and we're going to be back here. So the game kicks off at 5.30. We'll be here at about 7.35, unless we have uh, t- lots of injury time and extra time added on at the end. And then we will talk about the game where Arsenal have broken the Premier League record from the most number of goals scored in a game, beating Forest 10-0. Imagine that. That would be glorious. And Saka scores all 10. Mm, mama. Right. Thank you very much, David. You have been absolutely delightful.
1: Thank you for having me, Danny. It was fun.
0: We will have to get you back on again soon. I say soon. Only a more game at the right. end of the season. And this is usually Stan's gig, but uh, I asked you during the show, and you said yes. So you surprised me. Right, um, that is it, and we will see you after the game tomorrow. Goodbye, Arrivederci. You stay there until the, the credit things have ended. Yes, sir. <laughs> as soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. You nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see him at it, so when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.